People's School for Marxist-Leninist Studies Reading Guerrilla Warfare by Ernesto Che Guevara Chapter 1, Part 6 Suburban Warfare If, during the war, the guerrilla bands close in on cities and penetrate the surrounding country in such a way as to be able to establish themselves in conditions of some security, it will be necessary to give these suburban bands a special education, or rather, a special organization. It is fundamental to recognize that a suburban guerrilla band can never spring up of its own accord. It will be born only after certain conditions necessary for its survival have been created. Therefore, the suburban guerrilla will always be under the direct order of the chiefs located in another zone. The function of this guerrilla band will not be to carry out independent actions, but to coordinate its activities with overall strategic plans in such a way as to support the action of larger groups situated in another area, contributing specifically to the success of a fixed tactical objective without the operational freedom of guerrilla bands of another type. For example, a suburban band will not be able to choose among the operations of destroying telephone lines, moving to make attacks in other locality, and surprising a patrol of soldiers on a distant road. It will do exactly what it is told. If its function is to cut down telephone poles or electric wires, to destroy sewers, railroads, or water mains, it will limit itself to carrying out these tasks efficiently. It ought not to number more than four or five men. The limitation on numbers is important because the suburban guerrilla must be considered as situated in exceptionally unfavorable ground where the vigilance of the enemy will be much greater and the possibilities of reprisals as well as betrayal are increased enormously. Another aggravating circumstance is that the suburban guerrilla band cannot depart far from the place where it is going to operate. To speed of action and withdraw, there must be added a limitation on the distance of withdrawal from the scene of action and the need to remain totally hidden during the daytime. This is a nocturnal guerrilla band in the extreme, without possibilities of changing its manner of operating until the insurrection is so far advanced that it can take part as an active combatant in the siege of a city. The essential qualities of the guerrilla fighter in this situation are discipline, brackets, perhaps in the highest degree of all, close bracket, and discretion. He cannot count on more than two or three friendly houses that will provide food. It is almost certain that an encirclement in these conditions will be equivalent to death. Weapons Furthermore, will not be of the same kind of the other groups. They will be for personal defense, the type that do not hinder a rapid fight, rapid flight, or betray a secure hiding place. As their armament of the band ought to have not more than one carbine or one sawed-off shotgun, perhaps two, with pistols for the other members. 
They will concentrate their action on prescribed sabotage and never carry out armed attacks except by surprise one or two members or agents of the enemy troop. For sabotage, they need a full set of instruments. The guerrilla fighter must have good saws, large quantities of dynamite, picks and shovels, apparatus for lifting rails, and in general, adequate mechanical equipment for the work to be carried out. This should be hidden in places that are secure but easily accessible to the hands that will need to use it most. If there is more than one guerrilla band, they will all be under a single chief who will give orders as to the necessary tasks through contacts of proven trustworthiness who live openly as ordinary citizens. In certain cases, the guerrilla fighter will be able to maintain his peacetime work, but this is very difficult. Practically speaking, the suburban guerrilla band is a group of men who are already outside the law, in a condition of war, situated as unfavorably as we have described. The importance of suburban struggle has usually been underestimated. It is really very great. A good operation of this type extended over a wide area paralyzes almost completely the commercial and industrial life of the sector and places the entire population in a situation of unrest, of anguish, almost of impatience for the development of violent events that will relieve the period of suspense. If from the first moment of the war, thought is taken for the future possibility of this type of fight, and an organization of specialists started, a much more rapid action will be assured, and without it, a saving of lives and the priceless time of the nation.